Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good evening. You are watching Inside the Locker Room. I'm your co-host, Brian Mosalam, along with my co-host, the Honorable <laughs> Jason Strayhorn in studio wearing a polo. I am in studio, and I am wearing a polo. Brian, you look very good. You know, happy uh, Mubarak, Yaid. Eid Mubarak, thank you. Yeah, there you. we go. There we feel go. feel fantastic. You feel fantastic? Been dieting for a few days? Yep. Yep. Outstanding. Been, thank you so much. Appreciate having you back in studio because yeah. you are the headliner. Oh, I mean, man. everybody waits to hear from you. No. Hey, How man. you been touring the country? Hey, hey, man, I've just been taking it easy. Not, not touring the country. You're just dealing with family stuff, you know, normal. Good stuff. Yeah, kids, uh, you know, adjusting, school. I'm just being a dad just like you, man. We're, we're fathers and I'm a husband, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of work there that has to be done. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Spartan Dogs heading to the NFL draft. How about that right there? Huh? Go talk, be great. Talk talking about canine, go be great. I mean, yeah, man, and how, how happy was everybody in Spartan Nation for this kid? You know, I, you know, we we were, you know, waiting with bated breath that, that hopefully somehow some way you know, he would get into the first round because, you know, we know that's the kind of caliber of character he is and talent. Uh, but, you know, obviously being the pick number 41 by the Seattle Seahawks ain't bad, man. I mean, that's a that's a great landing spot for him. Uh, great, talented kid and, and just a humble guy, man. Uh, somebody that, that you want to model your kids after, definitely. He This is one of those guys and happy that he was in the green and white for us. I'm just unhappy that Jets didn't take him. I wasn't going to get into that since the Jets, you know, you have some influence. You know, you know people I don't, I don't over have there. Any influence, you but know people over there. We we were not. Yeah, absolutely. You got no influence. I was we not know happy. That. You I was didn't not have to, happy. That's the. We that's Captain not, Obvious. No influence. Not at, not happy at all. I was um, told that I'm a a 50 year old man. You know, upset about a 20 year old, 21 year old. I don't even know. Oh well. I, 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 look, I can say this: the Jets thought he's phenomenal. There, there's no question about it. But uh, but they took a running back. It would have been great to see uh, to see uh, our boy go yeah. play for our boy. Especially since he took they took a running back. Yeah, y'all's boy. Yeah, I you mean, would have no. been great. And <laughs> no, looked, can they, we be happier for K nine? No, huh? no what, I think a it's a better situation. Man. Look, man, he's a, he's a kid from Memphis, Tennessee. Man, I think he'll be. Fine out on the West Coast, you know, chatted with him a little bit. He's never been on the West Coast, so this is going to be his first time actually going out there, which is – that's another exciting thing if you think about that, Spartans. You know, people wonder, like, you know, these kids are well-traveled. Not all the time. Guy of, of his caliber, Heisman Trophy, should have been finalist, has never been on the West Coast. Brian, you go on the West Coast like three times a week, man. Don't tell anybody. But, look, this kid's never been. And he's now a Seattle Seahawk. 
You know, my son isn't playing out there like your son is, so you would know the West Coast better than I am. But obviously he was, um, you know, a very, very special talent. You know, as you and I both stated, we have never seen someone at Michigan State have the vision, have the ability to cut back, to burst, to make the moves. Um, This is a special, special back. And I know that the, the draft has, you know, devalued running backs you very there are very few derrick henry's um carrying the ball multiple you know carrying a team and so listen, listen i'm so happy for him so happy for his family well deserved um obviously we thought he was he was a first round talent that's no knock against him that's more about uh just the way the position has changed in the nfl but uh what a, what a wonderful young man he will be a Spartan for life, Spartan dog for life. Couldn't be happier for K-9. And I'll tell you, um, heading out to a wonderful organization and uh, will probably be the honor, honorary captain when we play Against the Huskies Washington. out there, right? Yeah, that would be great. Like, we're trying to match up schedules to see right? if, they're, if they're actually home. We don't know yet. It's still still up, uh, up oh, in the air. NFL, yeah, May 12. I think yeah, May 12 will know. Yeah. Schedule hasn't come out as far as dates and times exactly, so we got to figure that one out. Um, so hopefully, yeah, he said he couldn't be. He was like, "Man, I, I could be in the locker room for that game." Like, oh man, what, can you what, imagine that? What a wonderful nine reappearance in the locker room next season for the Spartans. What a wonderful young man. Oh, I mean, man. you know, he deserves every accolade. He deserves everything that he's ever received. He's a humble young man. You saw how the way he chose to spend the draft day. With his family oh, on yeah. the couch, you know that speaks volumes. I mean, that really does. It speaks volumes about um, what's important to you. You know, is it the flash, or is it spending time with the people that uh, that uh, matter to you and who got you there? And when you hear his mom and dad talk, you just like you get choked up. You think oh. about your kids. I know right? that's who got him there. Yeah, right. That's I mean, who got him there. And he knows that and he said that. He said I want to I want to spend it with with my family. And I I just think it's just a wonderful wonderful. I'm so happy for him. Definitely a first round grade. Um he's going to he's going to he's going to do something special in the league and we can't wait to see it. Oh, no. I there's no doubt about it. And and it's not only the fact that he's I I, I mean we can argue this, but I don't think there's really an argument for at least the people that I've been able to see practice at Michigan State. Never seen anybody work as hard as K-9. Never seen one individual outwork this kid day in and day out on a practice schedule. So that's one thing. And then also, combined with that, his production, we all know about that. You know, this guy's a home run hitter, first carry as a Spartan. He takes it 75 yards for a touchdown. I mean, what, what else do we need to say? Should have been in the Heisman uh, of finals. But then also this guy is the most humble kid. The most gracious kid. You know, in an era where, you know, most kids don't answer phone calls. You know, these young men have a lot of social media. You got to contact them certain type of way. You got to tweet at them or DM them. Text them. Don't call. Don't leave a voicemail. There's a lot of rules. K-9's not like that. He answers the phone. You know, he, he responds to things. Which, so when you called him, what happened? He stiffed he, our show? What are you talking I'm not talking. Listen, see, this is, this is how you get I, every I, I time he stiffed know. our show. He hasn't that, stiffed a what thing. What happened? Don't worry about it. It's coming. <laughs> like I wasn't, even, 
<laughs> Who? Like Tuck? Yeah, Tuck's coming. Yeah. So it's <laughs> K9. But I think that's what, see, that's not the surprise. Everybody thinks that's the surprise. Yes, oh, for next week. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely That big not. announcement either that we talked about and teased about, that hasn't been announced either. So, no, no. We, oh, got yeah. some, we got some surprises coming. But K9, Kenneth, we're so happy for you, happy for your family. God bless you. Good luck. Other oh, yeah. Spartan dogs, though, head into the draft. And so, let's Big time. Four of them got drafted. Let's get Look at that. Big, look at that. Wow. Unreal. So, in order, Connor you know, obviously Haywood. we know about, yeah, yeah, Speedy Speedy was after. I don't know. This is not the the right order. But so, Kenneth Walker, then Speedy Naylor, man. He went yeah, yeah. 191 it went, overall. It went, it went Connor and then Speedy or no, the other way. No. Speedy, Speedy then Connor. Connor, and then AJ. That's, that's correct. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Connor and what he brings to the table. So let me, let me ask you a question. Like who, when he entered the portal at that time, who would have ever thought that we'd be hearing his name called in the NFL draft? You know, yeah, he's come a long way. He's just a football player. You look at this kid, uh, and, and it's amazing what he gets out of his body because, you know, him and his brother are, are like, you know, they're two different body types, let's say that. One's a, a giant defensive tackle, and the other's could be a running back, could be an H-back, tight end type of player. So different size, you know, six foot versus six five, three ten. This is brother. So this is a guy, though, that has the best hands, I think, in college football, in my opinion, when you talk about just being able to purely catch the football, there's nobody better than Connor Hayward. His ability to be explosive, his flexibility, his way that he can read opposing defenses. He's not afraid to block. I mean, he's like a Swiss Army knife. He's very smart. He's a valuable guy. I mean, his father played. He's uh, in the NFL. Craig Ironhead Hayward. And God rest now, his soul. God rest his soul, absolutely. And then you talk about uh, Camp Hayward. His brother, who's a perennial All-Pro, you know, not Pro Bowl, like All-Pro. His new, like all roommate. Pro. new, his roommate. new roommate, you know, yeah, brothers, so. brotherly love in Pittsburgh. How about that? I mean, I don't know if I want to room my brother, but um, how man, cool is that though? To play in the NFL? How about the Steelers, man? Four sets of brothers. Yeah, but they. And they, I'm not saying they all black either, Brian. I'm saying four they, sets <laughs> of brothers. They understand Power legacy. To the people. Legacy. Got, legacy. Yeah. Legacy. Oh yeah, man. They got some yeah. Watt brothers. I don't even know they had Watt brothers. It's not TJ. I mean, it's TJ, not JJ. It's another. They Watts coming out of your ears. Who are the White brothers there? Tell the, me. The, the Watts. I just told you the Watts family. They're both there. Yeah, there's two, but not JJ. Really? So, yeah. Do you want to weigh in on Roe v. Wade right now? <laughs> Is it just part of the show? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a huge, Where are we? Huge, Where, let's, let's talk about Roe v. Wade. problem. We got the producer walking yep, out. He's walking out. Right, we'll he stick just to walked sports. out. We'll stick to sports. All I right. mean, yeah. Please right. stick to sports. Well, that's what we're going to do. You political animal, you. No, no, that's what we're going to do. But that, that, you know what? I'm so happy for them. Honest to God, couldn't be happier for them. Speedy Naylor. Let's get into Speedy. Hey, man. Hey, man. He's Kirk a Cousins. Snoop Dogg Football League Kirk alumni. Kirk Cousins is going to throw him the ball. What up? Hey, man. He, may, he, get, he bet on himself by leaving early. You know, we've been documenting. Say, hey, look, you know, we thought that it'd be, he'd be better suited 
coming back for another year. Could could have moved up in the let draft. Me, let me ask you a question. Could if, have. If NIL was up and running and this thing was in focus or in play, um, could he have stayed another year? Would he have stayed another year? I, I think, it, you know, I think he had his mind made up. I you do. do. I do. I think he had his mind made up because there are there 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 are guys who are as talented as him. You look at Jaden Reed. He made a different decision. He could have easily made the same decision and left early, but he stays and you know, Speedy doesn't. And but but look, he gets drafted. That's the most important part. He gets but, drafted. But do you stay NIL to improve your status one year or do you head into I, I the think, draft with twenty seven receivers? You know, a loaded class. What's the better decision? When you're talking about the wide receiver position and the fact that in the free agency, they're breaking the bank. So that's going to run all NFL teams away from free agency and come back to the draft. You know, so if I can finish my point, Brian. No, no, If I can finish my point. I'm going to cut you off. So, Brian, Speedy would be more valuable in 2023 than he is in 2022, barring a catastrophic injury. For who? For who? For Michigan State, you're saying? Yes, I'm saying no on the mark on the open market. Absolutely, Michigan oh, State is going to be valuable listen, for Michigan State. Question that, I'm that, saying on the open market, he would have been a higher draft pick in 2023. He got I, drafted. I no. totally agree. So, I think. Hey, man, when, I think when you saw serious. the league when the league take 20 some receivers, it's because the price tag for experienced receivers when they get through that first contract, you know, you're not seeing the value there. Paying a Debo twenty five million a year, Miami paid Tyreek how much a year? Yeah, like twenty two. Yeah, so you know, I mean, it's you, it's up there. They're they're the twenty five million dollar. AJ Brown just signed four years, hundred million. That's easy. Twenty five no, million numbers dollars. are climbing. That's that's so, that's incredible. Wide receivers becoming a premium position. And Tennessee so the, offered sixteen. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Sixteen, 16? versus twenty. Sixteen. Yeah, that, that's the market. Like, if you're an average receiver, Ishbia offered twenty a year. <laughs> what are you talking about? 20, I'm just joking. Sixteen I'm joking. million. Nobody, yeah. You know, that's a that's a below average receiver now. So yes, the draft is going to be. There's going to be a lot of focus on the NFL draft when it comes to wide receiver. Let's get into the uh, AJ Curry. Huh? <laughs> big fella Good for him, the big big fella. fella man got on, got his name called like one pick from Mister Irrelevant. I know he's like man, you know that, that is. I, w- I wonder what he felt like. We got to get AJ on the show. I want to be Mister Irrelevant. Point. Yeah, Mister Irrelevant is. I'm like, already you know, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, you you definitely are. I don't yeah. think it's that bad of a deal. I agree. They take him to Disney World. Like the Super Bowl I'll, I mean, I'll take a free trip. <laughs> I'm good. Right. You get drafted though. You know that's a. Good That's a him. great honor for him. He gets to go out there with Brian Allen and the Los Angeles Rams. Hey, look, I don't, I don't know what the entire draft looked like as far as like the market for tackles, but I know they just retired Wentworth over there at, with the with the Rams. So there is room on that roster for big bodies. And I've seen, I know you have too, Brian. Seen people catch fire after not having as great of a college career because you know one thing or another they had, they weren't healthy, but then they get into the NFL the next level and just progress and 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 like have a 15 to 20 year career you just never know 20 year career who in the hell has a 20 year career Jason the guy that just retired from there did Tom Brian. Tom Brady's been playing no, no, for no, the, LA Rams he's I'm been 32 about years went worse at 18 
<laughs> and then uh, Jackie Slater was at 20 years. Jackie Slater. Who else, Jason? Still, still, still a. a Where are you making great up this? You're pulling this stuff out of your, you know what? No, 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 no. That's not true. Hey, man, you know, I see, I see Jackie Slater a lot at the gym, by the way. <laughs> LA <laughs> Fitness. Then you go big time on this. Show. Hey, he knows. Jackie Slater, man, that's, my, that dude's got man, some mitts, if, man. If my some at, mitts. If my man's at L.A. Fitness uh, after 20 years in the league, yes. he did something wrong. <laughs> that's my, my opinion. He did something wrong? No, 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 no offense what to the sponsor. To Come on now, man. You got to be at a He's posh, doing something right. He's in country shape. club, private train. I'm just no, kidding. I'm, no, I'm good. Man. Look, no, I'm good. he ain't from that era. Con- AJ, congratulations. We are extremely happy for you. Um, Absolutely. Obviously, if they drafted you, there's a need there. And, uh, God, it'd be great to see you play next to Brian Allen, wouldn't it? Yeah. Two Spartans would, on the that would be great. Rams offensive line. See, yeah. Spartans on the West Coast. That would be great. Coming at you. That is a direct correlation of Cap developing our O-lineman. Right there. There it is. Yep. Right there. Cap, we know why. Keep them, doing what you do. We know why them seven digits were coming after you. <laughs> we know why the, the Lincoln Riley was coming after you. That's right. Right? Oh, yeah. We ain't going to allow nobody to tamper around here. We, we know Lincoln Riley comes with that bag, that we Brinks truck. We got you, babe. Don't worry about it. Next. Uh, undrafted Spartan Dogs heading to campus. Oh, yeah. The camps, I'm sorry. Got a few of them. We do got a few of them. We got Anthony Russo. Good for him, huh? Yeah, got a little, yeah, little trial with the Carolina. Yep, Anthony Russo getting a shot with the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold will be there much longer. It's a good shot. They know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of college snaps. You know, this past year hasn't worked out the way he expected, but he has a lot of film where obviously coaches saw something uh, to give him – to give him a, a shot into their camp, and uh, you know he's got a lot of, lot of talent, a lot of ability, a lot of tape, and we wish him the best. Oh man! Huh? Hey, look, there ain't no shame in this game. I've seen a, a quarterback get beat out in the spring and then be forced to transfer because he just wasn't good enough to beat out, you know, uh, uh, Brian Hoyer or Kirk Cousins, and. The guy ends up winning the Super Bowl. So, look, that's Nick Foles. Nick Foles moved transfers to Arizona from Michigan State because he didn't beat the guy in front of him and won a Super Bowl. So don't think Anthony Russo is 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 uh, count him out because he didn't play last year uh, after not beating out Peyton Thorne. I think this is a guy that you got to respect. And if he can go into camp and catch fire, I'm saying we've seen stranger things guys. Elvin, so this Elvin is a guy who, who's always had a great attitude about everything never caused a problem in the locker room whatsoever and that's being a real pro because that whatever happened down in tennessee today with the uh the quarterback whatever his name is didn't want to doesn't want to mentor the new incoming quarterback malik willis tanny hill ryan that's bullshit that's a problem that's that's a big problem you that don't want to you don't want to do that you don't want to be that guy because you're competing now nah, that's that is not leadership in any capacity you know, whatsoever but, but brett Favre said, said the same um, no. aaron Rodgers, i believe is hinting the same and uh no know, they acted that way they didn't say it and either even then the, what the right thing to do is always hey look you got it are you a a, a me guy or a team guy 
That's what it comes down Let's to. Let's get back to Roe v. Wade. Where's the public stand on that? <laughs> Let's get back to it. Let's get back. How Brian, does, how, how do you feel? How about does Roe v. Wade affect the portal? NIL and all the... <laughs> Alright, let's go back. Conklin got invited. Thank you. Matthew. Let's move along. Alright, Matthew. Thank you. Our sponsors, thank you. Our, I, is, he our, is he our highest Yeah, he, he's got the record MSU from... Uh, yes, absolutely. MSU history. That's what happens when you're there 12 years. When you go to the Bears. Yeah, you go to the Bears. Which are shit showing themselves. But. <laughs> hey, man. Matthew. You spent 12 years at MSU. You should not go there and miss a kick. We wish you the best, brother. All right? At, at the very least, enjoy St. Patrick's Day. Love it. We he love fits it. in with St. Patrick's Day if you oh, think about it. Chicago's a great town for St. Patty's Day. Absolutely. <laughs> no question about it. Kevin Jarvis. That's, no, that's one of my favorite right Ooh, there, road graders. Highly sought after. Hogs. Undrafted free agent that's my, right there. That's right there. That's my boy right there. Man, hey. This yes, is yes. Got you, guaranteed money, too. Yeah. Which shows you is highly sought after. Yeah, he got money like a six-round draft pick, man. Yeah, absolutely did. No that question about That tells you what it. they thought about Where'd he go? Lions? Yeah, yeah Detroit oh, Lions. He's dead. All right. Kevin, <laughs> take that money. Tuck that shit away. Oh, man. That's terrible, man. Tuck it away. You're no, fine. I think, I think Jarvis a road grader, man. He got a shot. Is. He, is, he match yeah. up well. He can play well there. I mean, yeah. with some of the best. Actually, the Lions had a good draft. They did a nice job. They're building a nice plan. And uh, we wish you all the best, Kevin. All the best. Oh, man. Here's one of my favorites, though. Jacob. Yes. Panashuk. Huh? Another one of the Panashuk brothers. The Washington Commanders. We've had 14 of them. Woo! Huh? He's got since two thousand two. There's been a Panashuk on the team, <laughs> and he ninety five. Oh, ninety five. Yeah, he is very productive. Very productive player. He can play. He can play. He's he's the antithesis though of what Washington has on their roster. And you look at Washington, they have all these physical freaks, and, and they haven't been producing that much. I think maybe there there's an opportunity there they got, to they say, got a hey, DN we, there we want that's some. pretty good. <laughs> a couple. Couple, yeah. Couple DNs are pretty good, you know. Chase, it's one of them. Big fella of Ohio State, yeah. Just, just a, a flat out monster. But anyway, we're looking at they need players that actually can produce. And Ponishuk Jacob is actually one of those guys that produces. Doesn't have all the measurables that make the NFL scouts yeah. salivate and all that. With oh, you know, he's as tall and he's as fast. It's all whatever. Arm but he's length. a football player, man. He can come Shuttle. off that ball. He can get to the quarterback. He knows the moves to make, and he's tough as nails. Talk about a kid who's played a lot of snaps in Big Ten, and I think he's got a lot of football left in front of him. Get on, Jacob, get another pad level. Go watch that 30 for 30 on LeVon Kirkland. Yeah, like, like, yeah you felt like, like, like you I'm going to give you advice. After that. Like, like, like I know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Unbelievable, man. We wish you all the best of luck, every one of you, honestly. Crouch at the portal, huh? Yeah, looks is, like you know uh, these are. This is the negatives of the um, of of uh, the portal, right? Is that you upgrade, and then you lose guys like Crouch, who I thought you know had uh, moments this year, played well, you know, probably more of a two-down linebacker, and uh, 
it's it's tough to see him leave, but these are the uh, unintended consequences of the portal. When you recruit in the portal and you treat it like free agency, um, you know, this is what happens. Yeah, and every guy is not willing to come back and compete, or sometimes just guys know, like, they, they cannot compete, so they make the move. And I think that's what you saw here with Crouch looking at the talent that's come in from in, in his own position, uh, you know, from Mississippi State and UNLV. You talk about, you know, getting in the portal and finding some flat-out dudes. Michigan State definitely has done that, looking at what we saw in the spring practice session and what we saw in spring drills going up into that point. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that Crouch took a look at it and said, okay, let me be honest with myself. Let me move on then. I mean, that's, sometimes that's the case. You can still be a productive player in another scheme, in another team, when you don't have guys like that in front of you. There's How many guys got drafted? 262. So he still is a great athlete. There's not taking anything from him. Uh, just just right now, not the player that the, the two guys that we just brought in through the, the, the portal. Uh, so I think that's why he made the move, Brian. Just a personal question. Have you gained weight from my last show? No, not at all. Okay. Just just curious. It's because you, you've gone, you know, during Ramadan, you've gotten Skeletor-like. I'm just, you know. Simple question. Not enough. We'll you just, know, the Botox has gone down. I thought TV at 15. You know, hey, you're you now know, in person. You, you have to get, you have to get more, um, you know, active with your treatments. You can't let okay. them die down for 30 days. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not becoming. Julius Marble. Hits the portal. Heading to A&M. Happy for him. You want to be closer to home. And, um, you know, that that's what whatever rumors were out there. There's a pick. Yeah, I good was for wondering. Him. Yes. You know, there's nothing like wanting to be close to family. No. Nothing. No, yeah, yeah. You, you can't blame him. You can't, you know, um, insult him. You can't doubt him. We wish him nothing but the best. He will be a Spartan dog for life. You know, but this leaves um, a couple interesting questions, right? When we're talking about Micah Parrish, who everybody thought was an MSU commit, today committed to uh, to San Diego State. Mm-hmm. And um, where did that leave us, Jason? <laughs> Coach Izzo. <laughs> Coach, I thought we talked about this a few weeks ago. I mean... We talked about this. And that's all you've been saying. You, you swear that he was getting it. We handle NIL. I don't know, man. We lose to who? We're going to bring you back on, Coach. Is Steve Fisher still at San Diego State? Um, I hope Jim Harbaugh is going to be their next coach again. <laughs> how, about, how about that one? <laughs> Come, you, you know. That is his school, isn't it? So you know. You also, have, Marshall Falk was an Aztec. You have three scholarships available <laughs> left. You know, did you know that that that's their nickname, the Aztecs? So so the Aztecs beat the Spartans. That's what happened. You believe got, that in a million years? We gotta get into Would that this, have happened? You know. So when Aztec you talk the about Spartans. the portal, uh, you know, and and you know, just the talk about Izzo embracing the portal, embracing NIL. When we have private conversations with him, we know that he does. We brought him on, and he said a lot of the things that he told us privately, that he does. He really does. His concerns are 
of the overall overarching picture of the situation. And but what, what does it, that have to do with us at this point, it's, Brian? You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a what have you done for me lately, society? Yes. And so, while I I absolutely uh, appreciate the overarching and overall point of view, that's not where we're at right now. <laughs> no, because coach. We don't know where no. this thing's gonna land. Mm-mm. So, coach, I'm gonna call you tomorrow. <laughs> call you tomorrow. We're gonna have some talk. We gotta pass. We gotta move. We gotta move on some of this stuff and. Uh, Justin Thind actually reported that uh, Maurice Joseph is rumored to be or is going to be the next um, uh, MSU assistant coach. Jason, do you have any information on this at all? Absolutely not, Brian. You know, I have to call my sources and verify that this is exactly the person which you have not been able to verify. And if so, then then yeah, we have some stuff on. We know we know a little bit about Maurice, but we got to clarify this. We'll do some more digging into that. Let's shift topics though to uh, uh, one of our cohorts cohorts here at uh, Woodward Sports, Neil Rubin, who made a very interesting comment the other day. And uh, stick, can you play that for us? Georgia signed 26 players in their 2018 recruiting class. 14 of them have now been drafted. Let me repeat that. They signed 26 players in their 2018 recruiting class. 14 of those 26 have been drafted to the NFL. And for those that want to have the discussion, and look, this can almost be like a PSA. And this applies to Michigan State fans. This applies to Michigan fans. Both. So you can't label this hate or anything like that. This is simply a statement of fact. Michigan State, Michigan, as far as talent acquisition goes, will never be on that level. 14 of 26 players in a recruiting class were drafted that played football for the Georgia Bulldogs. That is a level... That, as I said, Michigan, Michigan State both cannot and will not get to. And we don't have to have the discussion anymore, right? Between both fan bases. We don't have to have that discussion of college football playoffs and national championship contention and all that stuff. We don't have to do that anymore, right? Does this stat, does does this really hit you upside the head to say, we are not swimming in those waters? Both Michigan State and Michigan. That's the level that you have to be at to win a national championship. And remember, Alabama still beat these guys once. So back it up from there. 14 of 26 players in the 2018 recruiting class were drafted that went to Georgia. That is an incredible number. That goes to show you on paper, in print, the true difference between the teams that win the national football championship and the teams that think they can or envision themselves in those same waters. The gap is too wide. A very interesting take. Jason, what are your thoughts there? You know, look, I don't know if Michigan State can get to the level of Georgia, but I know that if Michigan State has a chance to get anywhere near there, I think that they found it in Mel Tucker, who was Georgia's 
main recruiter when he was there four years ago. So if you count that, those are the times where, where the players that he last signed at Georgia, 15 of them went pro. Uh, I think the, the, the water boy, Brian, you know, Rob Knickerbocker of Georgia, all went pro. They got drafted. Uh, and uh, the, the, so the, low, two, the least of, of them the was the fifth round. That, two yeah. of the managers did as well. Yeah. Trainers. I mean, it's incredible what they've been able to put together down there. There's no doubt about it. Now. So, so they had 15, I believe, get drafted, and, and then three other transfers, which made it 18. And of that class, I believe Mel was, was involved in two-thirds of that recruiting class. Mm-hmm. So do we have the pay scale to compete with Georgia? Yes, in, Mich- in Alabama. Do we have the assistance recruiting pool to compete with uh, Michigan, uh, Alabama, and Georgia? Yes. Do we have the resources, NL-wise, donors, people that want to get involved? More to come on that, but yes, we do. Mm. So do I find these comments to, to be correct or irresponsible? They're incorrect and I think they are irresponsible, um, but, wow. but I'll give I'll give them credit because there is nothing in the past to indicate that Michigan or Michigan State could compete with Georgia's talent level. I respectfully disagree with that at this point. I believe that Mel Tucker has made such an um, a priority of recruiting and has learned down there and has proven results down there. Of what it takes to recruit that, and, and and utilizing NIL and portal, I believe that is that's a statement that uh, that will not age well, Jason. You know, when you say it won't age well, what do you mean exactly? What, I mean that we will there we will come to a point when the infrastructure is built on everything that that Mel's vision is for, that we will be able to compete with the likes of Alabama, Georgia, SEC schools for some of the top recruits. I mean, as you're seeing it right now, we have an Alabama commit who's uh, thinking about flipping. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. We talked about this. I mean, it's serious now. You know, Mel Tucker is bringing SEC-level talent, if you will, to the, to Michigan State. You know, that's – evidence at the spring game when you saw three five stars being on campus and then we talked to Corey Robinson and Justin Thin. I think Justin was one who said that they can't recall a time in history where three five stars were on campus in the same year, let alone the same day. And and that's happening under Mel Tucker. You know, so yes, I think that his ability to recruit and like first of all, find the talent and understand like what it takes to get there from a relational standpoint. You know, Mel Tucker's been able to do this using his mind, his relational skills without throwing money around. Now he's got the ability, you know, not from himself, but Michigan State has the capabilities of standing behind him with NIL funds, which is, is something that... L- let me correct you. Michigan State is not involved in NIL funds. No, not the, there, not the school. Not the school. Are, not the school. There are going to be donors that are going to step up in that regard. Uh, yes. This is th- we're talking about people who... Alumni. Alumni. Michigan State alumni. Yeah, of course. Not the school. Uh, that's illegal. 
You know, just so for education purposes, if you don't understand NIL, school can't have anything to do with it. Coaches can't have anything to do with it. So it's got to be all of us out here. All of us out here are the ones who can really make the difference in supporting the team now. So it's really a team effort. If you think about it, you know, there's teams like Georgia and Texas that have this pool of donors that are just willing to, to, to throw big, big dollars in very quickly. But Michigan State not only has that, we also have 600,000 living alumni. And when the, the rollout that I understand is going to happen at some point, I think everybody's going to be able to get involved, Ryan. Oh, yeah, but that's a topic for another day. Here, yeah. my question, my, my – uh, you know, the one thing that I see is that we're pulling a lot of kids out of Georgia. Mel obviously and his staff have footprints in Georgia. And, um, you know, when you look at the, the, the 18 or so kids that have gone on to the league, two-thirds of them are coming from Mel Tucker. To tell me that uh, he can't compete at that level, well, now that he has the resources, he has the resources to do that, and uh, they will grow, I think, is. Um, it's a lazy take, quite frankly. It's a lazy take. Uh, Remember that it, flight plan that Mel Tucker had you put up on the screen? This is like everywhere. I mean, the guy is a tireless worker. Nobody understands that about him. Like the guy. I think he was, I mean, in, a a far, he was in a farm the other day doing something in Florida. <laughs> and I don't know how he ended up there. <laughs> you know, plant. I don't. You know, he's just everywhere. Has anybody ever seen Mel Tucker sleeping? That's what, I, that's going to be something. Sleep that, fast. Like, yeah, sleep fast. He says sleep fast, but he won't sleep until everyone else is. He does not sleep. I don't I don't think he, he does. Sleep. We gotta, he doesn't sleep. We got to watch him monitor the situation. Relentless. So I think, um, you know, if you understood everything that's going on in the Michigan State University program, I think that take would be reconsidered. And uh, you know what? Only time will tell because the proof will be in the pudding. Absolutely. So, on to our next topic. 840. Major guest announcement <laughs> next week. Dun, 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 dun. Major. This one will send shockwaves as we stand. You're breaking in. stuff, Brian. Let me stand up. You break it. Next week. Go ahead. Break it. Break it. Inside the locker room will be co-hosting with Jason Strayhorn and Brian Masalem and special guest one Nick Saban. How about that? Wow, Coach is coming. I'm afraid. He's coming back. I'm nervous. You a little nervous? I'm 48 and I'll be nervous about right. that. Think he's gonna make? Think gonna hear that? Hands on the line. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna. You be know, just, you're gonna be on the bike anyway. Can man. we joke with him next week? Can we joke with him? Yeah, I I'm just a little nervous about that. Yeah, I don't know about joking, man. He's, I mean, we ain't able to, like, to joke and laugh. And <laughs> I, Shout out to Heisman286, who predicted Nick Saban to be our guest next week. And Heisman. What, a, what an honor that is, huh? To have Nick come on and Nick's love for MSU and yeah. how much he's meant to us in our two coaching searches and how much he loves Michigan State. You know, understated again is next loyalty. How about let's see what the people want. What kind of questions does Spartan Nation want to ask Coach Saban? Yeah. I'm can, we see, can we hear some of those on Twitter? Spart Instagram? Spartan Nation, you want to send us questions that you want us to ask Coach Saban? We absolutely will. Give them the handle, Brian. You know the handle. At, at 
ITRL, whatever it is. ITLR. We'll send out a tweet uh, about that. But Nick Saban, who is the greatest of all time, coached both of us to join our show next week. And uh, I couldn't be more excited and happier. It's going to be a fun show. It's better. 30 years, 27 years later, mirror him. Absolutely, Coach Saban, man. What you? He's natural. We're going to compare pictures. Yeah, okay. I'm going to show back then how I look to now oh. and how he looks now, and I'm going to ask him what he thinks. I'm sure that's what everybody wants to see. Well, I'm, I'm, it's, we're, we're in a locker room. <laughs> we're not here to dissect. Let's see. All right. We're not here to dissect I want to see that. Yeah, man. Let's just see. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Let's see how he un- takes that I want to understand what he's going to do to, to uh, combat Mel Tucker's taking over this country. <laughs> That's that, what I hey, was, man. He, what, what's he hired his Mel plan? First. He's first guy to hire Mel, right? What, what is his plan? What is his plan? What, no. is, he, is he scared? Is that what you're going to ask him? Hell no. <laughs> Nick Saban ain't afraid of anybody. Never. Never. Oh, I don't think that's But, but oh, I mean, man. I think people people don't understand how much his affinity for Michigan State and uh, how many people he took with him yeah. to Alabama and has helped. And if Nick's you knew. He's an extremely loyal guy. Oh, you know, if you really knew. And he doesn't, he doesn't care to. But if he. I just wish somebody told a better story about all the people he's helped along the way. And how mm-hmm. loyal he is, and how loyal he is to his former players, you know. That's why I love Nick Saban. Absolutely love him. He was so good to me, so good to Jason. Absolutely. And I mean, his former players. And so, we're excited to have him next week. And uh, I can't wait. I'll tell you what. It's gonna be fun. Will you be nervous? Maybe a little bit. I'm. I'm I might still be nervous. I don't know. That's the way it is. Like Ishbia with Izzo. Same thing, man. I don't. You think Nick's on HGH? You think everybody that's older... Nick, Nick's 30 years later Nick, looks great. The you that looks better than you is on HGH. They have to be. Huh? Why do you give it look better than me? Just Tom me. Brady's on it. I mean, do we should we take a poll? Tom Brady's played 35 years in the NFL. <laughs> that's not possible. <laughs> not possible at all. Not, it's not possible. Okay. No, it's not possible. Unless you're me, but that's different. Oh, my you know? God. Big news coming out of MSU Hockey. Nightingale. There he is right there. Coach Nightingale. Coach Nightingale, we're going to be more excited for him. I, you know, last week I talked about this, Dick. What'd you say, Brian? Lansing, uh, what's going on there? I mean, do you have any insight into this? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Uh, it, here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Uh, uh, I've talked to several former players, and they are 100% behind uh, Adam Nightingale. And that's really all that I know. I don't know anything that's going on. I don't know who they interviewed. So, uh, you know, I mean, here's a gentleman who spent the last two years at the United States uh, National Team Developmental Program as coach, four years of NHL experience, played for the Wings from 17 to, to 2020, Played college hockey at uh, Lake State as well as MSU, um, and you know I'm telling you uh, when I speak to every former player, this could he was an over 
overwhelming choice for this job. And I know the naysayers and the detractors will say that that is where um, uh, Danton Cole came from. But, you know, Graham, Graham Couch had a very interesting quote. He wrote an article about it, and he quoted the Red Wings coach, or former Red Wings coach, uh, Jeff Blaschel, when he talked about the Adam Nightingale's hiring. And, he, and, and I think this is very, very important because this is where the future of, of college athletics is heading. He said, quote, they want their sons to play for him. Family advisors will want their potential clients to play for him because he's got those connections and because of who he is. And you and I both know that resonates with recruits. You and I both know. Oh, absolutely. We see that with Brandon, Brandon Jordan. Yes. We see that with some of the other members on the football staff. And, uh, you know, when I speak to a lot of the – because you and I both know, when, when former dogs, former players buy in, culture-wise, that means the world. It just means the world. When you got former players bought, bought in, feel like it's their program again, feel like they're involved in the process – feel like that uh, they want to pitch in and help mm. that you can't you can't measure that you no. just can't how do all of us feel when you know mark, mark uh, coach Tony was great to us but when mel took over and brought everybody in and how many former players have you now heard like they're connected to the program and they feel connected yeah and that speaks to culture yeah it's extremely important you think about that, you know, and the culture around Michigan State is of, of the family atmosphere, and that's what players are, do gravitate towards. It's, you know, it's very difficult to be a, a coach nowadays that is not a player's coach because of the style of, of, of players that you're getting, you know, both male and female, the, the millennials, the, the Generation Y. The, the, this generation is just not being coached as hard as some of the – generations before we've talked about this before brian so you have to be able to adapt nick saban has been able to adapt and this higher now with adam nightingale just show, proves the point you know when you talk about to nfl people people who are in the league when mel tucker was there for 10 years the word on him is oh man mel i hear he's a great guy i didn't play for him but i know like five guys who did and said he's a hell of a player's coach so like when you have that reputation People gravitate towards you, you know, when they have a choice. And, and the only place you have a choice is in college football, when you're coming out of high school, and in free agency. I mean, that's really it. You know, other than that, it's you're, you're drafted wherever you're going to go or whoever's giving you an opportunity. But when you're a top-level player that can go anywhere, you want a guy like that. And, and hopefully that is going to transpire into, into major uh, success for the Michigan State hockey program. You know, kudos to Alan Haller, who – didn't depend on some consultant to pull out his Rolodex and 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 give you, you know, his his guys he owes favors to. It was um, a, a a good leader knows they <laughs> wow. know what they don't know, right? Yeah. And for him to consult a, a ton of former players and get them involved in the process to get them to buy into the new hire, I appreciate that because. You know, great leaders understand that they know what they don't know. And kudos to Alan Haller. No question. And everybody great job. Knows, everybody knows MSU hockey has a tremendous culture, um, uh, tremendous history, um, and, and wants it back to where it was before. And so 
National we're titles, all, multiple yeah, Big Ten championships. We're, we're all pushing towards that and doing everything that we can to help. So now the question is on the university and the leadership and are they willing to invest the resources uh, to give uh, Coach Nightingale to be able to compete at the national level. So, you know, only time will tell. But I believe the commitment's there. So, so we will find out. Absolutely find out. On to some business about Hunter Dickinson, our favorite. Oh, Hunter. One of our favorites on Twitter, Michigan Center, criticizing the University of Michigan, criticizing them. Wow. And you know what? I don't. I do not disagree with him. Right? Hunter went on to say they're going to lose out on so many players if they don't start stepping up at the plate. I feel bad for Coach Howard and Coach Harbaugh because they're trying. Dickinson said, "It's not their fault. The coaches are trying for sure." Which I don't know how much involvement they can have. You can read the next statement, Jason. He went on. When I'm in Alabama for football or if I'm at Kentucky for baseball, they're like, you can commit here, and this is the deal. You can sign it right after you sign the letter for a million dollars. I would never come to Michigan if that's the case. They're going to lose out on so many players if they don't start stepping up to the plate. I feel bad for Coach Juwan and Coach Harbaugh because they're trying. So do you feel bad for Coach Juwan and Coach Harbaugh, Jason? Absolutely not. Oh, I'm just curious. Serves them right. No, hey, listen, it's it's a dog eat dog world now. This is what's going to happen. And I don't know, like you said, Brian, I don't know how involved those coaches can really be in trying to raise money for it because the NCAA doesn't really allow you to do that. What they're crying for is help from the bootser community at large at University of Michigan. I don't know. All Isn't I've ever been told to you that is that they've helping? got they print money over there. That's all I've ever heard. Isn't that shocking? That's that they don't have the NIL together. It's 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 laughable, and, it, and but you know it's listen. It's a generational gap too. It, there's though. a generational gap. There's right? the way that the business status quo, the things that have been going on here in in the Big Ten, are not comparable to what you've seen in the SEC in some of those swag schools, the old swag Big Twelve schools where they pay, and obviously Pac twelve. You know, with USC's dominance in the late '90s, early 2000s. You know, th- those are these are places that had infrastructure set up, donors who donated a lot of money that nobody's seen. You know, the are stuff, you, the, the stuff that's not in the Spartan. They used the bags. Yeah, they used to it. You know, that old uh, man. You know, down in Dallas. You know, there was a school that got the death penalty, man. Uh, for with the Eric Dickerson and those guys, SMU, SMU, man, woo, we, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right now, they be the business model for NIL. <laughs> man, they be yeah, the number one recruiting <laughs> class. They be Texas A and M. Hey, huh? Hey, how about that? Hey, news to the folks down the road. All right, news to you guys, and I mean this with all sincerity. The days of we're Michigan and the winged helmets. <laughs> And playing in front of a hundred and some thousand bullshit. That's over. It's all, it's all over, dog. <laughs> That's all over. It's all over. All that. Yeah. All that bullshit propaganda, leaders and best, and, you know, showing all that. Um, Great marketing about, by both. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic marketer. Fantastic. Good God. Forget all the other shortfalls, but <laughs> those days are over. It is, what have you done for me lately? And this. How big is that bag, huh? College athletics. A bag with a signed contract. Unbelievable. College athletics. 
as no longer as we know it. And those, do, those who adapt the quickest will survive. No question. I mean, think about it. You got players that won the Belitnikov going in the portal. With nobody, nobody knows anything. Like, like, that is incredible to me. You know, when you think about free agency, you talk about leverage. This, is a kid, this isn't a kid that was a hot-shot five-star freshman like we've seen in Georgia. kid did that. Held the, the school, you know, uh, donor community at large feet to the fire, basically, by going into the portal and scaring the, the living bejesus. And that's the best way I could say that. It's, 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 it's called free agency, yeah, brother. Man. Hey, and, and, you know, go whole- seen on camera down at Florida State. You know, shaking hands with all those guys down there. Next thing you know, oh, he goes back to Georgia. Mark my words. Mark my words when I tell you right now. The biggest the biggest concern and divide is going to be between the development office of that university who raises money from donors and seeing some of that money shift to NIL. Some. A lot of it. So just mark my words. That is going to cause the biggest consternation between universities, uh, development offices, and NIL collectives. I guess they're calling. But them. if they understand, like if they understand but the economic can, impact you, of winning it all, Brian, uh, then, then they should understand that it's going to all come. If back. you can't get Spartan points to improve your seating, oh man, it to can't NIL, be about the seats, man. Which I think probably is a compliance issue. If you can't. That's going to be a problem. That's going to be the next fight. Just mark my words. I've seen it. I'm, I'm predicting it. If you can't get we're, 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 points, we talk, we're, we're fighting over seats. Licensing, stuff like that. I'm, I'm, this is going to be the big thing. Because if you're donating to Spartan Fund or whoever to get special access and you shift your money to NIL to an entity that's outside of the university, um, that's not going to apply. Now, our big announcement that we teased about has not come out yet. So we're waiting patiently, and we're, that the timeline is not at our... We're at the mercy of others, but sit patient. Just sit patient. One more thing before we go. And Michigan's hockey coach, very interesting. Huh? Very, very interesting. You have a hockey coach, not renewed. Had some issues over there. They let us contract. What kind of issues did he have? You know, they let his contract expire, and I believe it was, this was the Detroit News or the Free Press that talked about um, some of the things, whether he's a. Uh, Subject to Title IX investigations, um, COVID protocols, just some of the things that I think can get you in a lot of hot water. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe it's Mel Pearson. He's guided them to two Frozen Fours and three NCAA tournament ap- appearances. And uh, there's all kinds of allegations out there um, from workplace mis- misconduct, like I said, to Title IX, to toxic workplace and discrimination against female staffers and lying about covid pro lying about covid protocols lying about covid protocols yeah sounds like a an idiot you know this is 
We'll um, um, we'll see how this thing plays out. Uh, great coach had a great team. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you're lying well, about COVID protocols and there's sexual harassment issues, Title Nine issues, you know they haven't renewed your contract for a reason. Given everything that the you know that they have been through over the last two years, I'm predicting he won't survive. You don't think so, Brian? No, no. No, I'm with you on that one. Given everything that he has had, that the university has gone through, I'm predicting his days are done at U of M. What do you think? With me? Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely with you. All right. Well, you know, moving on. We wish him the best of luck. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one last thing. Why don't take MSU coach, tennis, tennis coach? coach now. Uh Coach Orlando, wanna wish you uh congratulations on your retirement. Very happy for you and all that you've accomplished at the university. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for your service. Yes. We Thought we had a picture you. of. I had a tweet here. We got a little video. Yeah. Put it on there. There you go. To be as sound academically as we possibly can. To be the best tennis player we possibly can. And to be the best individual person we can. I remember him when he was a young man. Yes. Good wish dude. You, wish you all the best. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week with Nick Saban coming on our show. Coach Nick's coming. We're going to ask him some tough questions. If we'll I get down to like, why the hell did you leave? What guts. happened? We're going to ask him enough questions. We'll get into it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Solomon. I am your co-host with Inside the Locker Room along with my co-host, the Honorable Jason Strayhorn. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Good night. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 